Welcome to the Whipbusters Podcast. This episode's all about Resident Evil 7. Again, this time it's a spoiler cast, so if you have not played the game to completion, you might want to not listen to this one uh, quite yet. Just hold on to it for later. We're going to spoil everything about the story, um, game mechanics, everything. So if you want to be... My advice is to not listen to this because we're going to spoil everything and there's lots of cool like reveals in the game to me. I think it's a pretty cool story, but uh, for the most part, yeah. So if you beat the game, listen up. Uh, it's all going to be about just our opinions on specifically some of the late game stuff that happens. And we will start with just overall. So we, we talked about our impressions on the, our first episode of the, the main podcast. Uh, has anything changed since so we've all beat it, correct? Yes. Everybody's not beat it. Okay. Yes. As of like two hours ago, absolutely did. You just beat it. So yes. did anything change from your super, we all had super positive impressions, mm-hmm. you know, on the first podcast. Has anything changed since they've I'm still incredibly positive and I'm probably more positive than I was before. I beat this game four times in a week. That's incredible. <laughs> uh I, I pretty much knew I was going to go this way, you know, super positive in the beginning. Uh, yeah, and I knew it would get <laughs> weird towards the end, just like every other Resident Evil. Like even even like the back in the day when they were considered scary, yeah. they all had that weird thing towards the end that made them get like some somewhat actiony. M- more so, more as, so, more yeah. so as the titles went up. on. Yeah, I I agree for sure. Yeah, really. uh, I think it's definitely. I was worried that it was going to outstay its welcome, and it didn't. And that was that was very beneficial to me because it was about to, but it didn't. So I'm I'm still. Super I feel happy. like it slightly did. I don't have anything negative to really say. There are some things I have an issue with, but there's nothing negative I can say. Excellent. Not at all. Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty in terms of spoilers. Um, We're warning you guys. Don't listen to us if you haven't played it. Ah, okay, like, go ahead. Literally the, the end of the game. We're spoil right now. Yes. So um, Wesker uh, moved to Louisiana <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, dropped his gun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Renamed himself Jack. <laughs> Um, Robot so, legs. <laughs> let's talk about the connection to Resident Evil as a franchise. What did you think of it? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was necessary? Just give me your thoughts on the connection to of this game to the Resident Evil series. So I think the yeah, as a continuation of Resident Evil. Uh, so I think first off, this, the game can stand on its own. It doesn't have to be a Resident Evil game. There's nothing necessarily Definitely. tying it to Resident Evil other than the ending and maybe like herbs and save rooms. That's it. And li- little Easter eggs here and there in Raccoon City and the, yeah, like, the Arkley Mountains and all there's that. There's a there's a newspaper that mentions the main, what like your captain from Revelations yeah, in absolutely. the beginning. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's really it. It has. It doesn't really like. And it, man, it doesn't really. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily not fit, but it doesn't necessarily like. I don't know. It's it's a it's an, it's in a weird spot for me. So it could have been its own thing. I'm happy it's Resident Evil because it's a really good Resident Evil because it's my favorite one. But it doesn't really like. It's not. It doesn't feel. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's weird. It's weird. I like it though. <laughs> um, one thing I think that interesting that that you know they said they wanted you to play as a civilian, and I think that's uh, they did that really well because this is like. You you know for a Resident Evil protagonist this is just another day at the office but for a normal person put into that situation this is hell this is hell on Definitely. earth it, this game would be about five minutes long if the protagonist was Chris Redfield from Five <laughs> how just going to break it yeah. yeah Chris Redfield from Five yeah not from this one no yeah, yeah not, Chris, not from this one. so how yeah. it, how it ends with Chris Redfield is very very weird to me because you hear a voice on a radio five minutes before the game ends and it just sounds like a military guy whatever alpha 2 bravo 2 yeah some bullshit going on (laughs) go to the gym later on come with me guys you go you know you're fighting the big bad guy that i don't think you can die against uh the resident evil boss okay i died once how (laughs) i I 
I don't know. I thought almost did. Uh, you can, I, I, I thought you could only die when she's a little girl. Nope, you can die when she's big. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really funny. Yeah. Um, you know, a, wep- a weapon drops. It's called Albert. It's real, real convenient. It's it's a pistol with a silencer. It's a samurai edge. It's Wesker's gun. Yeah, there's the. Uh, it's the Resident Evil. I like to think of it as the use this moment. Yeah, because the at first the first one was yep. a very long term. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And then you kill the th- you kill Evelyn with or Grandma with the Albert gun, the Wesker gun, and then that guy comes out of a helicopter and he says, hey, I'm Redfield. But then you look at him and you're like, who the no, hell you're is this not. guy? <laughs> is this Johnny Redfield? You're definitely I mean, not Chris. <laughs> like, even his, like, I know, you know, you can't have someone with that proportion to be in this, you know, a game yeah, where people look would, real. Would not but I still think you could make him look, like, facial-wise. He, like he has Chris. no... None of his features resemble Chris in the slightest, other than the fact that he's a man. He's he's a he's a white dude with nice hair and a stubble, and I, like that does it still doesn't look like he, Chris. He looks like a slim down, younger metrosexual version. No part of him <laughs> like he's gonna wear like bright colored pastels. And he's he works for Umbrella. No part of him looks like Chris Redfield. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was just super forced. Well, there was just no need right? mm-hmm. at all. Like it didn't. It was no payoff. It's like oh cool, Chris. That like, oh, that Chris? is something a. Uh, like someone talking in a forum, like before the game came out, would be like, "Wouldn't it be cool if yeah. Chris was at the it end?" It seems like and... to me, like when you talk about movies, like <laughs> people making movies by committee, like somebody's like, "We need to do this to connect it." Because I personally think the Resident Evil connections. Um, this is Resident Evil Seven. This is a mainline entry in the series, and it feels like a very small sub story that belongs in like Revelations. Revelations, exactly. Um, so. On one hand, it's my favorite Resident Evil by a mile, so I'm glad that it, like I'm, I'm with you. I'm glad it's Resident Evil. But if they were gonna connect it to the series, I wish they had done something different than they did. Uh, my hope is that you know you beat the game, not a hero pops up. That's real cool. Um, you know, play the free DLC that comes out in spring because we couldn't put it all in. Um, yeah, that, was, that was kind of a weird. It's moment. it's yeah. I'm assuming that you're getting the full Resident Evil connection when the uh, you know. Assignment Ada or Separate Ways Path yeah. comes out. I think that's a bad look. So it is bad. I, I think it is. So Resident Evil Four, you know, had two separate Ada sections. Yeah, a- Assignment Ada though, or, though didn't. Assignment Ada sucks. Both yeah. of them suck. But they told you a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so they did have their own like. So yeah. they both suck because Ada's stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> like this is like a game that has no connection to Resident Evil, and it shows you like, hey, there's a thing coming out with Chris in it. But you gotta wait. Yeah, I agree. I, like this is the connection to Resident Evil, and it's not even out. This yet. is the kind of thing to me that had it ended with um, Evelyn maybe getting away, and you walking into like a town, and like there's, everybody looks like that. Like there's like a you know like it, she got out and it started something big. Then okay, I could see it being a mainline Resident Evil series. Like if the connection was this thing that took place at this house started a big thing. And it doesn't do that because yeah, like you tie the, up all the loose ends except for Lucas. Lucas his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, absolutely. You tie up all the loose ends really um, <laughs> from from that. And that's that's weird to me. Like, if it was the catalyst of something bigger, I think it would be awesome. Like how the mansion led into the wreckage. Exactly. Because from yeah. one to the yeah, other. Because I think this is, I mean, it's clearly a soft reboot. Like, yes, they reference other. This is clearly a new direction for the series. Everything uh, happened. They're going to pull it. everything back a little bit. Uh, I thought the game got uh, too big for its britches towards the end. Like I thought it got too big with the story. Like I don't, I didn't think we needed Mia to be like a special operative. But we didn't need any of that. 
Didn't need none of that. It, it, it felt a little weird. It just felt a little tacked on. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that at all. Um, I mean, I liked the game part. I enjoyed playing it. I'm just saying as a, like, from a narrative decision, I didn't think it was a good narrative decision. Um, so, yeah. Anything else to say about the connection to Resident Evil specifically? Because now I want to go into the actual what the um, story was. I feel like I had something. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of seeing Umbrella. Get out of my face. <laughs> See, I'm cool with Umbrella being behind it. I wish they were behind this and not some other thing that, like, the, the Lucas connection thing was really interesting. We'll get into that in a minute. But, like, um, uh, Umbrella's fine. It was just weird how it came in at the end and Chris was part of it and it was blue now. So there's, like, a lot of unanswered questions, but that's not the kind of unanswered question that excites me about a sequel to me. Um, when you find out the, the, the infection spread, that was cool for part two. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I found It's kind of like... Um, would have been neater in other so way. So, like... Resident Evil 6, you know, it ends. It's like, hey, what's going on? What's, what's going to happen? Like, Resident Evil 6 sucks. Don't <laughs> don't get it twisted. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, what are they? Gonna, what were they going to do? What are they going to do with Jake in yeah. Resident Evil 7? Like, yeah. that was an interesting the, conversation like, to have. Well, the thing was, like, uh, th- that's what they wanted. That, that's how they ended 6. They were like, oh, what's Jake going to do now sort of thing. And I don't think really anyone cared you about know, Jake. The, the end of no Res- one did. The end of Resident Evil 4, it was like, oh, Wesker was here. Yeah. Like, they all, like, started a conversation. This game was just, like, Chris, Chris is here. Five, co- five could have ended it. Five had, like, an ending that was, like, this I could think, be the end. Yeah, so, the Lucas, the, the Lucas thing doesn't really have, like, enough of a conversation. Yeah, yeah I, it could have. Like, had it been um, he gets away with a sample? Because I'll, I'll let you know right now. Fun. I didn't even realize the Lucas thing, and I beat the game four times. Other than it's subtle. Somebody else, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's just, in, I like the fact that it's subtle and it's in reports. That's I cool. I didn't even, like, I read all of them. I don't know how I didn't notice it. Yeah, he, he's like he's sending them information in the lab part. I remember he's like he's he's talking about like Evelyn's like hair changing. Didn't realize it was. And him. what's yeah. weird about that to me is that I think it would have been a better narrative decision had he not been crazy, because the way the way it is in the story, Lucas is an insane cannibal person with the rest of his family, and he's like killing people in his attic and stuff and mm-hmm. set up birthday things. Poor Clancy. And then they kinda, <laughs> they fix him. Like, he gets fixed. Like, he used to be under her control and gets uh, he gets out of it. It would have been better if he was playing a role. If he was, like, an actual person that infiltrated his family, was a real operative on the side, and was faking So we're saying, like, I think Lucas... That would have been cool. Revolver that, Ocelot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. He even loses his hand. Because how cool would that be? Like, this, he's talking this fake accent at the end. You maybe see him walk up to somebody who's, like, a, like an elegant person. Like, and talk, French. Talk normal. <laughs> And hand him a specimen from Evelyn so they could spread it. Like or it, if that. There's a lot to set up from Lucas that they didn't do anything with. They may in the DLC, but that's dumb. If not Lucas, somebody else, a different character who should have Lucas been like just that. was already in it for that. Like yeah. they clearly warded him for that kind of weird role. Um, he could have done all that stuff as a fake. The birthday setup, all that stuff could have been set up within his character, just trying to trick this person so that he could get out with whatever the, the thing was. Um, so yeah, the, the setup was there. They just didn't deliver on it, which I thought was weird. Um, I am like I'm interested in what happens to Lucas. Me too. But it's a little bit. Yeah, there's a little bit that I'm, I'm interested in. Just Damn old man, not again. Um, <laughs> so taking the Resident Evil connection out of it, let's just take the story for what it is. Okay. How do you feel about the story without the Resident Evil connection? Um, without the re- uh, like, I feel like you you can get away with the um the monster design and the last boss it being a Resident Evil game if it wasn't and it had that I'd be like oh this is terrible you know what I thought (laughs) the very first thought of it coming out of the wall and having the face jackpot Dill May Cry (laughs) 1 that's my first thought Capcom same thing I'm like where's where's Ebony and Ivory 
I'm waiting uh, for it. In Resident Evil 6, one of the bosses was like that. She was a giant face, and she came yeah. out of the wall, and she was all ooze like that. Capcom likes faces out of walls. They do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. with it being a Resident Evil game, this is by far the best Resident Evil narrative. I don't uh, think any other yeah, story is like this. Um, I actually disagree with nothing you said. Okay. Okay. People talk, here's the thing. People talk about, like, you know, Resident Evil story. Like, people care about it. Pe- yeah. Or people like, care I, about I it. I care like, about all. And I do, too. But when I think about it, I'm though, it's like, it's dumb. You know? I mean, people yeah. care about Twilight. <laughs> well, to me, Resident Evil is... The story of Resident Evil is very Assassin's Creedy when in terms of like it started off cool and they just had to keep making games and it went it's just chaos. I'm totally cool with where, everywhere it went because it's like I don't know like so, some of it, some of it's cool, some of it's ridiculous. You know, Chris punching it's a boulder. Very melodramatic. What I don't like about it, like it, it lost completely its identity. It was a zombie. It was a small town zombie game. Then it became crazy tentacle monsters all over the world and it just lost everything it was about. And the world was no longer recognizable after the fact. So there's no when a game becomes there's no place in the world left that's normal. And it's not scary. It's not special anymore. It's just it loses that. And Resident Evil lost that. This got it back at first. So outside of Resident Evil narrative, I thought the narrative was pretty cool. Like yeah. I really thought it was the idea I, of a little girl who got older with a family and was aging and affecting them. I think it would have been stronger if the family was bad. But at the same time, I did like the fact that they were good. Like I, it was, um, there's more that could. You conflicted on that. that. I, I'm conflicted on that. Like, I, okay. It takes away from their menace when you know that they're good people. To me, like so, on a second playthrough, or when you when you get that that tape that shows you um, the conversation with Jack and was it Jack and who? Mia? Who's he talking to? He's, He's talking, talking to, to you, Ethan. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, not a, it's, it's a flashback. It's a kind of dream thing. Yeah, yeah, like I think you're in a, fa- a part of the mold. Be, yeah, 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 but but which is a dumb way to get that. Should have been a yeah. tape of something that actually happened before. Um, I liked that. That was well done, but it takes away the menace of Jack. Because he was I, just like I, I liked it being just a crazy family that got crazier because they got powers, and I thought that was really creepy. I, that may have been a better way of doing it, but at the same time, I liked that they were. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't it, dislike. It. It I, I liked that they were good people that I like, too. went friggin' nuts. Or been, like even if just one of them, that'd have been fine. If one of them had been a good person, like had Lucas, yeah, been a normal person, that was the yeah, Marguerite's just insane. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, a crazy lady. Yeah, her, she was really cool. I love that the grandmother was the payoff. I thought that was really cool. I, I love the fact that when you when you play through the game again, you notice that nobody, not a single person in that game, ever talks to grandma. Nobody yeah, ever acknowledges no, her. Nope. Really, she's just there. Yeah, nobody ever acknowledges. Oh my gosh, her. they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta play it again. That's why she. You just see her in places. Around yeah, the house. they're so seeing her as a little as, girl. As the game goes forward, you see grandma, and as it keeps going, you see less and less grandma and right. more little girl. And I really, I thought from a, once again, a, a storyline perspective, I thought the fact that the whole, the whole, the reason the girl was the way she was, was because she was a lab experiment her entire life. She just wanted a family. Mm-hmm. And that one audio entry, whatever, I don't know if you heard it or read it, but it's just basically, is it the fact that she's trying to spread the virus or is it the fact that she really wants a family because she's been a lab rat? It's a file. Mm-hmm. That's a file. And that's cool. That yeah. was a really believable reason. I want my family be one with me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they could have done a little bit more of that, but I thought that was a really neat motivation for the main character to kind of make the little girl not bad. Um, all the little girl stuff, really cool to me. What I think cool. is really cool is at the very beginning of the game, which I, I love where the game ends. Where the game ends, I think, is awesome. Location-wise. Yes. yes. Absolutely. I don't um, like the salt mines. I don't like the boat, but I like the fact that it gets back to where it goes. Yeah. I don't like um, salt mines, but I like the boat. Sounds like you're all salty. Uh, blah, blah, Sorry, I'm fine with all of it because the salt mines just makes me think of like a Resident Evil Five. Like, the salt mines kill a bunch looked of good, you like aesthetically yeah. looked awesome. Like, I didn't look at anything. In the, in the I ran. Oh yeah, fantastic. I didn't look at anything. I was like, we're we're killing and running. In <laughs> killing and running. 
Okay, and half of us played in a VR. Yeah. And it I will go ahead and tell you that the salt mines, it, it felt incredible. Yeah. The, so. Like the particles in the air around you was yeah. awesome. Yes. I want to talk about VR in a second, but keep, okay. keep um, going with what you said. But I love where it ends because when you finally get to the end, you in your understanding who Grandma is, you pick up that first picture that, that you, you picked up at the, the beginning. beginning yeah. And exactly. it says E001. Zero, zero, one. It's a picture of Grandma. And the, the vial you have... For that Mia gives you says E zero zero one. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was really well. Yeah, there's a couple of things. There's the note about her aging rapidly. Yeah, have great that's hair. what. That's like, what. That was the first time. I'm like, oh, is that she, Grandma? That'll be Exa- cool. That's what I realized. Was grandma. I liked that. I liked that it was guessable. It's when I got the vial, I started putting things together. Uh, then uh, his girlfriend uh, <laughs> ruined it for me. But I was like, I kind of figured. So wait, who has a girlfriend? Uh, only you. Okay. Well, who's who's you? You. Okay. Yep. You. I mean, two of us are married. Uh, that guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Over there. Um, but what were you saying? Like, I feel like I've interrupted somebody. Nah. Okay, but yeah, that's how that's that's how I figured out about it. Um, but yeah, going back, like I, I only played really one part in VR, which was the beginning, and I was at the boat part on mine, and I came down here and played his VR just just to like run around the house really quick yeah. to see everything. And we want to talk about like it's like I've been here before, but I've never actually been here. It's it's real. <laughs> it's, yeah, real good in VR. It feels like I've been at that house. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 100%. It's like seeing it's like seeing a video or a picture of a house and then actually being there. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about that, you know, in the first podcast, yeah. like how the sense of place was so awesome, but also how like it's it's laid out like a house. You yeah. know, it's got some secret rooms and stuff like it's it's laid out like a house. Yeah. I love uh, the uh, thing you find that is the um the like the receipt for the guy installing the the shadow puzzle. Yes. That was brilliant. I never <laughs> saw it. Yeah. So really? Yeah. It's like you find like a literally receipt from like a contractor who came in and we installed the shadow door. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Is it, nice is it a note that I just skipped? Yeah, you probably. Yeah. It's yeah. in the attic As where a, you get the uh, tape. Okay. I don't know why you guys are Everything. acting like that's weird. I mean, if you take a look over here at my shadow puzzle door. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as a, like, just for reference, I've beaten the game four times. I have, I've beaten it on all, uh, all difficulties. I got all collectibles. I, I, I got every achievement in the game. Round of applause. So, Round of applause for... Not, okay. It's not what I'm doing. I'm saying, like, I oh, sorry. just missed it. Like, <laughs> I saw, there's a lot of things I, I saw. I assume you did, like, the toy axe thing. What's the toy axe thing? Okay, I didn't, get, I didn't do it either. So uh, the the you, toy axe is a shadow make a, puzzle. Yeah, you make a seven. It's right outside. When you go right outside, you take a left, there's a shadow puzzle there. And that's where you and, use a toy axe. What mm-hmm. do you get for it? Um, I forget. Oh, I didn't do it. You I get the axe? No, I wish. Oh, no, man. You get, um, I read about it. I think it's, I don't remember. It's pretty cool. You you get get like a, you think, I think you get a stabilizer or something like you that. You do. You get yeah. a couple okay. different things, yeah. Um, um, anyway, it's, it's cool. So did, I, I, just, I want to ask, um, as far as difficulty goes, did everybody just beat it on normal? I yes. Yeah. Okay. Nobody played, nobody tried Madhouse? I'm not, not yet. I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. I just Madhouse, beat it like... Madhouse is podcast. actually incredible. I just don't have any interest in harder difficulties in games. I always play them on the default, unless the game doesn't work well on the default. Uh, this one, the fact that I like this one because it changes things. Um, yeah. So you don't get the scorpion key. You have to pay in coins for the scorpion key. Oh, you don't just get it. Um, you have to choose if you want to spend your coins on like you know the the stabilizers and the steroids or the scorpion key, or buy the attack coin and defense coin because there's more stuff. There's like you can buy a, an upgrade that increases your overall attack or one that increases your defense, That's or cool. you can buy the magnum again. Um, Why would I buy that? But they (laughs) is it bad? Because I never got it. They give you like looks terrible. I was like two coins away from getting it. Even if you get every single coin in the game, you cannot buy all three or all the items. Oh really? I I got every single agent coin on Madhouse, and you cannot buy the Magnum if you buy everything else. That's cool. So I never got the Magnum. Um, But it really gives you. So they place items in different places too. So you can't get the shotgun unless you spend three coins to get the, the Scorpion key, and. 
where where they place things are is in different locations, so you're always like you're always capped out on items because you find so many things you can't use yet. Oh, gotcha. And everything's just an it's the fact that they put everything in different locations and the fact that like Jack immediately is following you around the house. That's awesome. Um and he like you can down him and as soon as you leave the room he's back up. Oh, and he's wow. shouting for you. And he's after you again. <laughs> That's good. Um and he's everywhere. And Marguerite Marguerite's area was awful. It was so stressful the whole time because <laughs> every bug you don't get any burner fuel. You have to use oh, your wow. chems time. and solid fuel to make, to make burner fuel because they cool. give you bullets, and you can't use bullets against the bugs. Um, there's just a lot of really cool stuff. That's, that's terrible. If you're going to do a different difficulty, that's the way to do it. Granted, to Re- rearrange the game. It's having like old school Zelda, second playthrough, yeah. or mm-hmm. Mario, second playthrough. Having beaten the game and like with under certain parameters, you get a lot of items. So you get like the walking shoes that make you walk at I running speed. That, yeah. You get cool. uh, the X-ray glasses that show you you have psycho stimulants on at all that's times. Cool. Uh, but Dude. you get the main thing you get is the um, the circular saw, which is just it's like a buzz saw. Um, it's like a, it's a table. Like a table it saw. makes a yeah. makes a huge difference because I played Madhouse with that uh, because cool. without it, no way. No way I'm beating that. I always that. hated you never got the chainsaw back because that, that was um, really cool. Th- yeah, that, that whole fight was amazing. The boss the, the fights. The chainsaw in VR felt so good. Oh my it gosh, so it did. good in VR. Goodness. The, uh, the, the circular saw, so the most annoying enemy in the game by far are the crawling molded, molded yeah. because they're mm-hmm. so fast. The circular saw, if you just like look slightly down and you have it running and they you walk towards them, they'll jump straight into it and kill them in one hit. <laughs> Every time. Okay, good tip. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's actually it's a really good tip. It's Absolutely. kind of stupid, but... Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so is there anything... Yeah. Um, so let's talk about what worked and what didn't work. Um, in terms of... What uh, didn't work? The choice. The, yeah, the choice. So that's what I was kind of leading towards. So there's a part in the game, um, like I said, it's full spoilers, obviously, uh, that you get to choose if you're going to save Mia or Zoe. And there's just no narrative reason you would choose Zoe. And then the game, if you do choose Zoe, doesn't reward that or doesn't do anything interesting with that choice. Zoe just is, turns out she's sick anyway and dies anyway. And you still play as Mia at the shipwreck and it continues. Mia dies. That's the only that's thing. A, that's yeah. the only just, major thing. That was just so unnecessary. And I, that's the epitome of like somebody wanting to check a box. Oh, we have to have a big choice. Like, no, you don't. Like, there's, it doesn't do anything for this game to have a choice. In. So that didn't work for me at all. It doesn't Does it work for anybody. No. no. Um, and I don't understand why anybody would want to pick anybody, but your wife, you're like they're there for your wife. Like, I understand. Like, the whole she's insane. The game is to find her. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, the get her and get, get her until that point. Get her yeah. and get out. Yeah, that's the first time you see her, and that that's the point that I thought the game ended. Uh, so. I think it almost should have. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you. So um, the the Jack boss fight is so Resident Evil, um, and it yeah. I was get a your ass back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to the I mean, oh god. So. Ethan, get your or Zoe, get your dumb ass back <laughs> in the house. I'll <laughs> deal with you later. Everything Resident <laughs> Evilly about the game. I didn't like nearly as much as the rest of it, and I I will continue to say that it is a great game that could have been a perfect game. Everything, if it was just a it's so close to perfect, and not being Resident Evil and just being about and I, like I've told you guys outside, you know this specifically, is the game should have all been in the house, the the house slash uh, back old house slash greenhouse, and they should have reversed the order of the bosses you fought. Jack should be the last thing you encounter because he's by far the scariest. And him stalking the hallways is the scariest part of the game. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, they should have flipped that. I think Mia was a great way to open the game. Great way to open the game. Loved, loved the whole Mia thing, but the first the game. And yes. Mia at the end, I thought, was also very good. It was good. also really good. The ghost um, Mia? Whew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boss fight. Oh, yeah, that was cool. 
Ghost Moon's fantastic. Uh, Evelyn Ball's fight doesn't work at the end. The Jack, the last Jack Ball's fight when he's a big weird thing. With I think it's a totally work. fine boss fight. It's, it's boss great fight for a Resident Evil game that's not um, excellent. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, this game was better than that. Though this game was this game was better than other Resident Evil games, and it didn't need to go. Where you it went. can't tell me you didn't like a giant like. Resident Evil boss with a sub. I was, I was <laughs> why are eye, eyeballs on body parts are never scary. That's just not, not a scary not. thing. Um, why does it, it happens in so many games? So I don't necessarily like. I always want to be so. I don't think there was any boss fight in the game. <laughs> it's a nightmare every time. That was scary. <laughs> other than Marguerite, Marguerite's the only one that has the potential to be scary because she's hiding. She's um, hiding. It's in a dark, a dark, yeah. wet room. And she looks yeah. really. She's just spiry. Weird. That's yeah. always yeah. a freaking. So I don't have a problem with Jack looking ridiculous or having the eyeballs. Or I, don't, I don't think because that part spooky. was. Yeah, that part wasn't supposed um, to be spooky. But but yeah, it was. It was just supposed to be. Scary. It was tense. I mean, it was very it just tense. Didn't work. Like, it was I think. I mean, you be, you fight him in a very lip. Room. I feel like he's just supposed to be a very like giant monster. Like, well, he's the just way big. he comes out is supposed to be scary, and it wasn't. I was like, oh, yeah. that's a big guy with eyeballs on him. Same thing with Evelyn at the end. The whole face is supposed to be scary. Like, you want to see how they're done correctly? Look at Silent Hill with the faces on the wall looking at you and you leave. That's <laughs> damn, all you have to do. Damn you all to hell. That was a good line, Evelyn. <laughs> damn you wall to hell? Um, she's, she's, yeah, she, she says yeah, that when she's melting. Oh, uh, no. She's, uh, yeah, I like the, yeah. the that part. Um, Lucas, as a character, his part, I liked the trapped I- I- idea. I thought the happy birthday tape that you play first Giving you the answer to not get hurt the second time was genius game like game design that was that's, genius. That's the Beautiful. puzzle that like if you mess up you have to go back like five minutes. So what would you do? So if you pull, if you don't know that, what what, what do you do? You guess. Oh wow! Okay. So I, I um, did it. I did it almost exactly just to see what would happen. Wow! And you die. Okay. Yeah, I went, exact same way. I went through it a couple times like trying to because I I so was can like you get I would, the tattoo and stuff again yeah. if you do that. Yeah, cool. I, 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 I would that. think like after the first time though you would know not to pull. I the, wasn't realizing the, the that, that yeah, because that, that when I pulled that out, oil. you know, black stuff started pouring out of it in the tape. I was like, is a mold is gonna when jump I, in here? When <laughs> I got to that part, I was like, is this the exact same puzzle? Oh, this is cool. I don't have to do this this time. Yeah. Oh, this is clever. So like, yeah. it, it got. I did what you were supposed to. Like, there's always a way you're supposed to play a game, and that's what you're supposed to play. Like, I just I lucked into the right thing, and that's. When games come together like that, I think it's just brilliant. Game so I, I love I, that part. Yeah, I, I just skipped all the stuff, ran to the door immediately, put loser in. That being said, he Lucas was a little over the top for me, but the other two weren't. There's His some voice actor was over the top. I know, the, everything about him was over the top. There's there's one specific part with Lucas that makes me like enjoy his character the most, and it's when you first walk in. And you sit at the TV, and he's talking to just that you. That was cool. And the expressions on his face, like it shows that he's like excited. Yeah. And he's like he's like re- he's like super happy that he's gonna get to kill you. Yeah. And he's like he's getting mad at Evelyn and Zoe, and like you can just see like how angry he is because of the way they animated his character. Yeah. And like his his face specifically, I wish I'd, like you guys can't see us, but like he like I don't know he gets like a. Like, he, like, like, well, I don't know. Yeah. He's like he's like happy eyebrows raised, like he's just waiting for you, and it's like that right there. And I loved how they captured like how he is insane. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, a part for me was um, when he's at the door when you put in the code. He goes, "Put in uh, one, two, three, four, five. Mm, no, how about uh, three, four, one, four? You know, stuff like yeah, that. that. And he, he like cool. he looks Passwords. he looks like like." He looks up and puts his lips together, and he's just kind of like, hmm, how, you know. How cool it would have been had that all been an act, because he's just trying to buy time to like formulate some kind of sickness. That would have been awesome. Like, if that had been an act, because he's over the top, he's over the top compared to the other characters. Like, Absolutely. Like I mean, they call you shitcocks. 
<laughs> who does? Both Jack and Marguerite. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, I just shouldn't pay attention, I guess. Uh, but like, uh, he's clearly like the most overacted part, and I get why they're doing it because he's excitable and all that. And I liked, I did like the fact that he didn't want to change. Like he liked the fact he could heal himself. Like he was into the, into his change. Uh, but it'd been so cool because when you get to the files, and you say there's more to him when he's reporting back. Like that should have been. There's no reason they would get an insane person who makes birthday things and like cuts himself and rips his fingernails off. You never get that guy to give you intel. That's not believable. But if he was somebody acting in the role just to just blend in to get tissue samples or whatever, like they just they had everything they needed to really have an incredible twist that they just didn't use. I was just super disappointed in that. Maybe that's what we'll see in Not a Hero. Maybe better not. That'll be so disappointing. <laughs> if it comes later. And plus, that part of the house is when it started getting silly. That's too. the. So everything up to that point feels like a like a real thing. Yeah, and then as soon as you use the two electric cards, yeah. it's, it's when the game starts to go resolutely. Uh, actually, I, I like to think out. of it as uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre into Saw. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, but Saw's, <laughs> Saw works and this didn't. The party, I guess the party house. I don't know what the hell they call yeah, it. The barn is what it is. The barn. I did like the uh, like the, the the black light stuff. That looked cool. Yes. VR. Oh, it, it looked was, awesome. It was, really, it was cool. Um, the I think the boat when you first get to the boat is very very good. Um, I just think the boat slightly drags. I, li- I like the boat a lot though. Um, the Lucas's area is where I'm like ah eh, I'm not real into the the barn because there's nothing really there anyway. Yeah, it's, it's very short. Yeah, it's, um, it's just puzzles and then a and fat guy. The boat being the source of all of it was cool. Like I liked that part. Um, it loses me a little bit at the salt mines again, but the fact that it gets you back to the where it started was awesome. What sold me on Lucas as a character? was when you meet the fat molded for the first time and that you know really just crummy rock music plays yeah. and that guitar oh it was so cool i love it when you if you take a lot of damage on that fight he says whoa health bar is getting a little low ethan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awful. i think it's awful I'm glad I didn't do that. there's one part where he was like ethan i think i need a girlfriend yep oh, can you help me get a girlfriend <laughs> I just, that's so, man, I don't, that's disappointing. <laughs> I don't like that character. But when the music kicks in, I thought that was really cool. It's a really, really bad rock, like bar rock. Butt but rock. Bar rock. <laughs> bar rock. Definitely fits him. Fits the character for sure. Oh, absolutely does. Like it a lot. But yeah, uh, final impressions. Yeah, so like, it just, I don't change anything I said. In the, like, I still think it's by far my favorite Resident Evil game. Um, it's my favorite horror game in a while, maybe. Like, it's like, top three or four all time. I love it. I think it's great. Um I think it had an opportunity to do something. Like, like I said a minute ago, I think it was a great game that had an opportunity to be a 10, a perfect game, and it, it missed it by some narrative decisions and some, some weird design choices issues towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I still stand by, like, best game in a while. Very, very good. Very fun. Um, it's by far my favorite Resident Evil. It, I, so I play, I'm dumb, and I'm awful. And I play games like for achievements because I'm stupid. I played Lollipop Chainsaw Millie like way too long. Great game, for achievements. love it. Um, this game I enjoyed just playing it, and I so I hate that I have an Xbox because I want to play the DLC because I just want to play more. Gotcha. Uh, I don't care what it is. I just want more. Um, this game is like if I had to like give it a rating, it's like somewhere between a nine and a half and a ten. Like this is a fantastic game, it's a very good game. and I love everything about it. It's a nine. For me, it's a, it's a solid nine. Good. Um, as far as placement goes, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about that. I just enjoy the game, like it a lot. It's the best thing to come out. So you know, the only thing really that came out this year, but it's gonna be the best for a while. I feel like it's it's uh, gonna hold a special place in my heart for a long time. <laughs> 
That's good. It has dethroned Evil Within as my favorite Resident Evil game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I like 4 better than Evil Within. Barely. But I felt accomplished when I beat it. Did it all in VR. Uh, That's was, a big thing has going forward as a VR. Yes. It, uh, it really justifies that purchase. Definitely the most unique experience I've had in a game. Definitely. And it Played works, a game too. in a long time. It's crazy that it works. It never stops working. I, I yeah. th- and I think, and I, here's the thing, I thought it was good. I, I didn't think it was going to work. In mm-hmm. VR, like it an, an actual works. full game like yeah. this, I didn't think it was gonna work. I think you guys should actually just give a like a quick run through on it on VR. Oh, I, I, just I want to, to see <laughs> because just see like from my perspective, like how I felt playing it. Of course, you won't get the initial jump scares and stuff. You can play through just the house. D- do you, I did? Yeah, there you go. I did everything up to the basement when uh, Jack comes back the second time after the uh, garage fight, and you go down into yeah. the basement. That's where I played it up to. And it was I, I wanted to do more of it, even though I I had just pretty much beat you know beat the game. I wanted to do more of it like that. And it's it's, it's just awesome. crazy that it works. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting there. It's <laughs> it's honestly I don't even see for me I don't see Mass Effect like topping this game this year. I think I honestly think this will be my favorite game of the year. Oh wow. Okay. Way too uh, other than the only thing that has a chance, there's two things that have a chance: is Marvel vs. Capcom because I. Just love that game series. And ukulele. They're and the Spectre. Only two things that have a so pretty much what you're saying is Resident <laughs> Evil is going to be well above that. Mario Odyssey. There we go. Yeah, Mario Odyssey. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more excited for ukulele. It, it's way too if, early to say what, if, what this is going to... If ukulele can't be, it beat Resident Evil, Mario Odyssey won't. Uh, I'm, su- I'm surprised you haven't like talked about Spectre Torment at all, because it's going to be a different game. Uh, like for Shovel Knight. Yeah, but anyways. Um, yeah. yeah, final thought. I think, yeah, that's... Probably one of the best games I've played in a very long time. Uh, very close to perfect. Uh, I don't do the uh, like 9.9 yes. scale, whatever. Mm-hmm. 9.5. Numbers are useless to me. 9.5. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It is. Anyways. The biggest thing about numbers I don't like doing, like two 9.5 games can be very different experiences. What's the, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I would like to do these for every of all the big games that come out this year that we all play. Definitely do spoiler cast, talk about the story, talk about kind of okay. our impressions of it. Um, so thanks for listening to the first one. Bye. 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 Toodaloo. <laughs> Bye. That's my lid. That's my lid. Oh, man.